reports suggest that as of 2020 the gen z's constitute 26% of the indian population that is approximately 350 million and this figure is projected to grow to 500 million or approximately half a billion by 2030 hello listeners welcome to frequency 3080 a podcast that takes you on a journey of the unknown today's episode promises to be nothing short of a game changer we are delving into a topic that's buzzing with relevance and excitement the gen z impact on india specifically their role as catalysts for a developed india aka viksit bharat now without a further ado let me introduce our esteemed speaker for this episode joining us today is none other than the illustrious mr vivek atre sir with a profile that reads like a road map to success vivek sir has worn many hats throughout his career ias officer tedx speaker renowned motivational speaker advisor best selling author former director of school education government of haryana deputy commissioner panchkula and the list goes on so diving right into the podcast good afternoon sir good afternoon how is your day treating you and are you comfortably seated and ready Absolutely. all set to begin the podcast all set for the podcast yes thank you sir so just to set the tone for this podcast i'd like to have your take on how do you see the gen z playing a crucial role in building a viksit bharat aka developed india yeah so first of all when we say a country is developed there is still scope for development so when we say the western world is a developed world they're still developing for the infrastructure improvement so there's no end goal as being a developed india as well we say india is a developing country and it will become a developed country so it's all comparative and the role of the gen z is vital because when that developed india comes who's going to be in charge the gen z of today and that gen z has to have certain qualities those qualities are intelligence hard work balance creativity um, compassion etc so when we are forward looking we are visionary we have compassion we are united then a country can develop other things are material resources but the human resources are what matter and the gen z's role is vital fair enough sir so moving on to the the, the demographic shift from millennials to the gen z so how what have you observed the crucial like the traits that the millennials possess while the gen z is not and vice versa as well So I think common to both first I'll talk and then I could talk about some differences. I think overthinking and over pressurizing your own mind is the bane is the problem of this era. Even older people are guilty of it. Always on other minds, always social media savvy and then mixing um, your work time with your leisure time and your leisure time with your work time. So we really don't know when do we stop working. People are working 24/7. because they simply because they're checking emails after midnight which are work related whereas in earlier times the office was office and home was home and you wouldn't carry your work home typically but today uh, i think uh, overthinking over stressing the mind is the bane and the difference between the millennial and the gen z is probably that gen z is even more um, wedded to technology Uh, living in technology everything is available at the at a click of a button and uh, instant gratification i want this now i don't want it next year i want it now so i think that has to be converted into a sensible sense of patience and uh, that patience will coupled with that dynamism 
So let's take the quality of dynamism, which is action-oriented, and calm patience, which is the ability to stay cool while waiting for something. Then we can have those human qualities which are required. The rest of India, I mean, lots of things need to be done to make India that developed nation. But qualities are within. We need to work on those. Fair enough, sir. So we also another point that I was thinking of was that the reducing attention spans as well. That also correlates to the instant gratification thing as well, especially from the short form content on social media that people consume the reels and the YouTube shorts as well. Very good point. It's very relevant. Actually, Anand, you see what happens. Um, I make a lot of videos on motivation, on avoiding overthinking, on learnings from Sam Manekshaw or from 12th Fail or whatever I make. Um, when I make a video of about 20 minutes or 10 minutes, it's not that much watched. It's not that popular. Reels are very popular. And those reels, they go viral. Um, so the attention span is limited because we want to consume something within one minute. And we think we'll get the gist of it. So a book of a thousand pages which would have been read about 25 years ago will not be read now, uh, by very few maybe. And then there are gists of books, summaries of books, audio books. So the span of attention being limited is um, a problem. It could be also a good thing in a certain way because you're able to accomplish more. So if you look at it positively, when you're listening to an audio message and the person tends to talk slowly, and you increase the speed 1.52, you get the audio message much quicker. And uh, I was doing that on the funny side. Uh, one day I was listening to my wife's audio message and she happened to walk in. She said, you are speeding up my audio message. I said, I'm sorry, but I wanted to hear it quickly. <laughs> so anyway, that can lead to problems. But span of attention is something we need to work, focus on. I mean, whatever we do, we need concentration. And at times you need patience. So that also introduces the next theme that I wanted to touch. So that was basically the distractions and influences that our generation faces in today's times, especially the Gen Zs. That could be academic pressure or the Western influence fueled by globalization because millennials were the ones who saw the dawn of globalization in India. But the Gen Zs were born in a globalized India. So they already had uh, exposure to that influence. So how can we tackle that? Because that those distractions or they like take over our lives in a way so firstly you know there's always a young generation and there will always be a younger generation so a gen z like generation will always be there the gen z of today will become older there's no way they're becoming younger so every time a teenage generation or a gen z kind of generation comes to adulthood there are challenges the challenge of today is distraction instagram is a part of everybody's blood in a way. I mean, we live on Instagram. I often joke that there is Guru Gram and there is Instagram. So it's a village, but it's a global village. Everybody is uh, consuming content by the dozen and then you can't stop. So I went to IIT Madras, which is one of the best top colleges of the country. We are in SD college now. Um, what happens is that uh, there's too much of real watching, too many distractions and the kind of willpower you need to stop uh, browsing social media is missing and we don't sleep enough then so if gen z is not sleeping enough then uh, you're not physically fit you're not mentally fit and you're consuming reels so your brain is tired so then concentration and studies and play and music and whatever you do because it suffers 
and family life suffers. So I think it has to be tackled by determination, willpower, maybe physical activity, which makes you sleep on time, and reading books, conversations, coffee. I mean, coffee is optional. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sir. So that also leads to procrastination in a way, like putting off things for tomorrow. Or as they say, like tomorrow to kabi aata nahi hai. So, uska like kya solution hai? Because ye like this is a thing that plagues our generation. And yeah. when I when I talk with my friends as well, so that's a really, really common thing. Yeah. Because. I'm asked this procrastination question every time I go somewhere or uh, on social media, on my Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever, YouTube. There's always a question. And it's a relevant question. You see, the thing is we are scared of the result of what we are deciding to do. If I have to have a Coke, I, don't, I shouldn't be hesitating. I have a Coke, right? But if I'm going to have uh, something which is more significant and it might be harmful for me, then procrastination is good because it gives me a chance to pause and think and reflect, should I go for this? But if it's something constructive and positive and good for me and I know it's good for me and I'm procrastinating, then it's something I need to avoid. So I think one thing is to start by taking smaller, less important decisions quickly. Those decisions, supposing there's someone in a cafe who has the habit of not being able to decide what she or he wants to eat or drink. There are people like that. So I'll just go and say filter coffee and idli is what I want. Or I'll say this, this is, I'm not saying I'm very decisive, but it's just an example. There are people who will tend, they like to take 10 minutes over deciding, so it's okay for me. But if you're procrastinating there, then when it comes to important decisions of life, you will. So start by little, little decision making, which is quicker, and then start taking important decisions slightly quicker than before, and then become a little better than before. There's no need to take lightning quick decisions, but get on to what you're doing. Don't be in that writer's block or any kind of block. Okay. So, just to take a pause from this topic, uh, any hobby or interest that you have and the people might not know about or might find it surprising? I think people typically know about my writing, about my speaking, which is my work. Random forays as well. Random forays column is my well. column. So, writing is one of the passions. Cricket has been my passion and I've played and some people may not know that I organized a tournament in my father's memory for the yes, last sir. 28 times, JP Archway tournament. It's one of the biggest in India. It's conducted by the Punjab Cricket Association and it's pretty much um, valued by players and uh, teams. So that is something which keeps me busy. Then um, I don't think there's too many hidden passions that I have, but these three, three are good enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So, according to you, uh, what role do you see the government and the institutions and the parents play in enabling the Gen Z to like, realize their full potential? Very important. Stakeholders of education are the parents, the teachers and the students. And the students are the most important. And uh, the government is the facilitator. So, I was director of education and uh, technical education as well as school education at one point. I think I was uh, emphasizing on the human way. So the teacher's motivation, for example, will lead to better education, better inspiration. We need role models in education. So when I address teachers and professors, I will uh, try and tell them that uh, being a chemistry professor, uh, great at chemistry, you can still inspire the youth. Mm -hmm. You can, the way you are, the way you walk, the way you conduct yourself, 
the way you discipline the class firmly but not going wild or angry and the way you carry yourself the way you smile your personality especially a school kid looking at the teacher is the only person he or she is really meeting for the first time apart from the friends so i think role models have to come in education which will increase the inspiration levels of the students and the government can play a role by making the status of teachers better uh, i don't think teachers are paid enough compared to other jobs i don't think teachers are given the status by society that they should so educators whether they are professors or school teachers they need to be valued a little more by our society and recognized and uh, given credence uh, lastly on this point during covid teachers became actors on zoom on screen hmm. they had no idea how to go about it and the child's nani dadi and chacha and chachi are also listening to the class which is not fair because the teacher is supposed to be addressing only the student but they lived up to the challenge and i wrote on this i said educators are the real heroes of the pandemic apart from the doctors and the paramedics agreed uh, so it's something that we need to value the teachers okay sir so another thing that i wanted to discuss was that our generation is is a generation that lives has a comfortably lavish life as okay. compared to what like you might have in your childhood at, yeah. at our age as well yeah so the question that i wanted to ask is that there's this common cliche in our generation that we generally often feel very exhausted very easily mm. now that doesn't has to equate with physical uh, tiredness it might be emotional uh, tired or exhausted emotionally or mentally maybe due to academic pressure or any other pressure as well so how do like what's the solution to this so i think you're right uh, let's put it very bluntly uh, earlier times there were very few people who were spoiled hmm. so here now the number of <laughs> spoiled kids is much more and uh, the reason they are spoiled and even if they're not spoiled they have everything at the click of a button so a burger will cost not very much and you click and the burger has arrived and the blinkered guy will get you whatever you want from the market within 9 minutes within 9 minutes within 9 minutes i mean i'm like uh, amazed so the thing is that uh, everything material is available much more easily what is not available is respect love care uh, strong relationships self confidence communication skills qualities these are not available through blinkered or zomato or uh, amazon so that or swiggy i should not leave swiggy so the thing is that we have to understand that we need to keep improving our own personalities and then we will be grateful for what we have so the young generation we when i say we i mean you your generation has to realize the value of what you have parents a good ecosystem good college good home uh, comfort levels which are as you said much more than before I used to go out once a year with my family to a restaurant. Today I would go out twice a week. Not go out, but I have to eat out twice a week at least, or maybe more. And uh, it it is something that we need to balance. So it leads into lifestyles which are frenzied, which are not very healthy, and they're not sleeping enough, as I said. So I think you need to balance your life, be grateful for what you have, and work on internal qualities so that you can handle the future better. also another thing <clears throat> i think we must address this as well that the academic pressure side as well so how do you see that like especially the uh, recent news about the coaching centers as well like no more students enrollment before 16 years of age yeah so what's your take on that and uh, 
how can like we manage our times because academic pressure is is the time management also plays a role in that because when you can't manage your time that ultimately leads to pressure by not getting things done yeah, it's a very important question so in my book finding success within i have a quote which i wrote uh, which is uh, life is not about marks life is about making a mark now i have a tedx talk on this as well and now that those marks which we crave for are probably we have been told that they will give us a great career so the academics becomes our main goal and we should be studying all the time and that pressure is telling on us and coaching institutes as you said but then we start comparing ourselves with others so parents compare students with others children compare themselves with others and the auntie down the road will also uh, say something you know caustic remark tum to padhte nahi ho wo dekho kitna acha kar raha hai that sort of thing and the sharma ji ka beta wali so then that that pressure builds up so i think that expectation and that comparison is too much so society is also unfair on the gen z in that respect that they are expecting too much out of them everybody cannot get into iit everybody cannot get into ias everyone cannot get into the indian cricket team all these iiis are leading to a kind of uh, sense of uh, incompleteness so i think we have to uh, give the uh, gen z <coughs> the gen z a pat on the back and we have to tell them that it's okay if you didn't do that well it's okay you're fine so i think in the long run marks don't really matter academics matter but not as much as we think so develop your all round abilities sports music art writing etc that will make you an all rounder holistic so, development is the key absolutely absolutely all right so uh, our generation also has a plethora of opportunities when we talk about career options Uh, maybe after 12th or maybe after graduation as well like what to pursue in masters or which stream to choose because the earlier it used to be engineering or it is medical yeah so what are like the check boxes or aspects that we need to address or make sure that are there before choosing a career option for our, ourselves i think you have to be passionate about what you do it's very important that you display a certain amount of passion or you have that certain amount of passion and sometimes students tell me that we're not sure of what we really love what we really want to do which is fine you'll find out by and by so start by eliminating certain things like you don't want to do commerce it's out you don't want to do engineering it's out you want to do arts or humanities so just be a little clear you can't be absolutely clear but i think it's very very important to love what you do you cannot do something because your mama told you or your uncle told you or somebody else is doing it the plethora of choices that you said are there to help people to select the right choice if a person gets into the army he should be dedicated and motivated for that if he is a chartered accountant or she is a chartered accountant they have to love that work so for me for example i'm a people's person i would never have made a good chartered accountant i i would have run from there but if you put people in front of me i can spend all day talking to them listening to them that's my civil services uh, career so um sports i love so you have to find out what you love and as best as possible get a career aligned to that and if you haven't found out yet don't worry start finding out what you don't like at the moment and then finally you'll choose what you really like negating the other options and narrowing it down narrowing it down so coming back to the reading as a habit so like 
obviously like the short form content has taken over everywhere uh, in our minds as well like everyone pref- uh, prefers watching reels over reading a book because whether we agree or not agree but to our generation that maybe seems boring at this point of time so how do you suggest that if someone wants to get into reading like what should he do or should he like rely on short form content as well because that is more efficient as well in a way if one is consuming the right content i see your point uh, it's a very uh, demanding era we don't have time to read full books i would say that if you browse through a book and read it only for one hour and you went through it it's better than not touching it at all so you learn something from it you try and remember what you read or you make a note of it uh, you got some inspiration about it um, but if you really want to read a book who is telling you to read it in one day or two days keep it on the bedside keep three books on your bedside or wherever you read one by one the book you feel like reading pick it up read two pages so the autobiography of a yogi which is my favorite book i was a busy person in office i read it in one year so i would read two pages and 10 pages on a sunday and then back and then stop and then read again and it's about 600 pages it took me the year so it was something i don't regret so select a few books that you wish to read keep them by your side if you travel and you are t- not tired pick up that book like i went to batinda for by road i came back there was a book with me i in the car i didn't feel like reading because i was feeling it's on the move and sometimes in the car you don't feel like reading but i will read it one by one day so i have that book with me if you don't have a book with you then you know what to read, read. so at least keep it with you around you so moving back to your uh, career in ias as well and civil services as well so what are like the daily habits or routines that you would attribute your success to there and what made you change the career path from ias because upsc clear karna is like everybody's first priority in indian society as well so what made you choose motivation speaking so clear karna uh, is one thing Uh, actually i came from the haryana civil service to the ias i got to i guess your dad was also he was an ips officer so i saw his power i saw my own uh, and uh, status and stature so one auntie just to make it a bit entertaining she tells me vivek tum resign kar rahe ho thuk da ki hoega what will what will happen to this power and stature that you have and then uh, he she says uh, ki hoega i said auntie uh, i've seen it for a long time it doesn't excite me anymore but when i spent that 20 plus years in the service i gave it my all i didn't resign in 2 years or 10 years or 5 years i resigned after 20 something years so i was very happy at that time but i wanted to do more outside the service i am speaking to you i speak all over india i heard i read all the topics that you are discussing with me i would not have had time to talk now because of that ias xis tedx speaker motivational speaker background i've been on the runway podcast this podcast now i've been on the sd college podcast road track club so people recognize me and listen to me so i think i resigned for this very purpose to motivate the youth i like speaking to the youth and uh, they respond well so i wanted to be a speaker and 6 uh, years ago i resigned i don't regret it at all okay sir So I think we'll wrap up the podcast with this last segment that is the Gen Z lingo. Okay. So we'd like to know that how much are you in touch with the Gen Zs? That's right. 
because we've seen that you're pretty. Uh, maybe quite zero out of ten, but let's. No try. worries. We'll just <laughs> we'll just find out. Okay. Because you you're active on social media as well on Instagram and LinkedIn. So you want me to tell you the meaning of each phrase that you're saying? What can you make out from it? All right. Let's see. So the first one being lol, lol. Laugh out loud. Laugh out loud. That's pretty easy. Easy. So is there another one of it? No, no. This, okay. This only. Okay. And tbh. Uh, something be bad? No, I don't know. To be honest. To be honest. It's kind of an abbreviation. I've heard it, but I forgot it. And then dank. It means it's a it's a expletive which is mild, I think. It's like something very excellent. Okay. Like that's a okay. that's a dank. So meaning. like gosh, uh, something exactly. Dank. Right. That that way. Okay. F R. Uh, F R. No, it's, it's like for real. Okay. For real. I have no idea. O M G. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then cap or no cap. No idea. <laughs> So this is basically like cap means lying. So okay. No, like don't cap, so don't lie. So I think I got two out of five. Yeah. For so six. <laughs> Any more? Uh, uh, we do have. Uh, one or like two to answer. Maybe one okay, or two more. Sure. So uh, G O A T. Goat. It's the greatest of all time. This is not a Gen Z thing. This, this is came, not Gen Z. This came twenty right? years ago, yeah. and I love uh, uh, Roger Federer. I love Sachin Tendulkar. They are the goats for me. <laughs> like in football as well, Lionel Messi. Messi is the goat, yeah. Ronaldo as well. Yeah. So, uh, FOMO, FOMO. Yeah, I know, fear of missing fear out. Fear of missing out. So, there's actually a JOMO, which is the joy of missing out. Yeah, I've heard So, right. this is great because everybody thinks FOMO, FOMO. But then the joy of missing out is that I don't really care about what happened there and I missed. I want to relax and meditate and find peace today. So, I'm enjoying the moment. It must be conscious, <laughs> conscious decision. It's a conscious decision. So those who meditate, they like Jomo better. <laughs> okay. And just second last one, uh, HBU. Happy birthday to you. No. How about it? How about you? Okay. I'm sure you must be thinking like these are weird students. <laughs> I don't mind. So I think we'll wrap wrap it up. Sure. Uh, sure. So just to end it, uh, can you look into that camera and share uh, experience at Frequency 3080? Yeah, it was great to be on Frequency 3080 and uh, in conversation with Anand and I'm very thankful to the team and Professor Gurjeet who set it up and uh, the entire uh, uh, team of SD College Rotaract Club. And I've been involved with Rotary and Rotaract for many years as a speaker and I've been encouraging the, the clubs whenever I go. And uh, more power to you uh, to make a positive change in society. And a small request. Can you uh, ask the viewers to subscribe to our channel as well and like, share and comment? Viewers, you better subscribe to this channel, okay? Otherwise, I'm coming to your <laughs> home and making you subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. It was great talking to you. And okay. we hope to see you soon again as well.